0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Bat on Paper podcast. I'm Olivia Mentor.
1: And I'm Becca Freeman.
0: And today we're doing A Day in the Life, where Becca and I tell you about a day in our lives (laughs) in extreme detail.
1: No matter how boring it is, I love when people on Instagram or TikTok do A Day in the Life. It's so voyeuristic.
0: It is. It is. And... I feel like we're going to be very honest. It's not going to be necessarily the most glamorous days, but it will be detailed.
1: Unfortunately, Terrence was not able to join us to share a day in his life.
0: <laughs> That's what you think.
1: Come on in, Terrence. <laughs> it's like Maury. It's like, Terrence, you are not the father. <laughs> oh
0: my gosh. Oh, Love that little guy.
1: If any of you don't listen to book club... You really missed out on an inside joke that I'm not going to explain to you. Now you're going to have to. All
0: right. Well, let's get into some highs and lows, shall we? Please. What's your high? I
1: have two highs. First is that I had such a fun weekend. I was young and wild and free this weekend. I had plans three days in a row. I never have plans three days in a row. On Friday, Hannah Orenstein, at the last minute, invited me to go to this erotic fan fiction comedy show.
0: Oh, I saw her post about this.
1: (laughs) It was hilarious. It was hilarious. I had no idea what to expect. One of her friends, who we also share an agent with, hosted it. And I was like, is this going to be really earnest and, like, uncomfortable? Like, what is this going to be? It was so funny. So, 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 so funny.
0: Oh, good. It looked very interesting.
1: Like one of the fan fictions was a very seriously written fan fiction about Mario from Super Mario Brothers and Yoshi and Princess Peach.
0: Okay. Another one was
1: about Garfield and his relationship with lasagna.
0: I did see that one. I was like, I'm not fully putting the pieces together here. But
1: It, it was hilarious. It was really, really funny. The next day, I had dinner with my friend Lydia, and then the day after that, Lydia basically gathered everyone she knows to go to this dog-friendly bar that's actually pretty close to my apartment, and to bring their dogs, and we had like a fun little Sunday afternoon hang.
0: That sounds fun. It was. It Is was that a, the third thing?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was no. the third thing. Yes. Yeah. That's a lot. I, it was really fun. I I had such a social, fun weekend.
0: You're coming out of your uh, main bunker.
1: I am coming out of my shell and I'm doing just fine. <laughs> well, uh, good. I'm glad. So that was great. And then my second high is that my book has a cover.
0: Yes. I saw some people in the Facebook group um, like beat you too, sharing it.
1: Yeah, I got scooped. It's OK. <laughs> I think my publisher is making some assets for me to share. So I'm, I am not technically allowed to share it as a recording, but it'll be out by the time the episode airs. So yeah, it's, it's so cute. if you haven't seen it, you can look it on Goodreads or Barnes & Noble or anywhere books are sold. But it feels so real. And my name is on the cover. It's so cute. I really love the cover, but it feels exciting. It's like the first thing past the initial book deal that I really have to like celebrate as a milestone on this journey. I guess finishing it's real. the book was another milestone. <laughs> <laughs> I've had plenty of milestones.
0: Well, I mean, I feel like each milestone is a big deal. So you should really celebrate all of them. And like I said before, I feel like the cover is so you. It's just, it's so fun and bright and I I love it.
1: I can't take any credit for it, but I'm so glad that you feel that way. I do. Tell me about your high.
0: My high is today is just like this very beautiful winter snowy day Everything is like dusted in snow and it's cold enough that it's not melting. So it's just kind of like I'm in this little snow globe and I don't know. I'm just, I'm writing a lot lately. I'm Ooh. back to reading. I wake up and look out the windows and see the trees and I just feel like really content. Like I'm so happy in this new place and this new phase of things. So I just, yeah. I'm I'm really happy lately. You're
1: living your own ambiance room.
0: <laughs> I'm trying, man. That's all I'm trying for in this life.
1: I think you're not just trying. I think you're succeeding.
0: <laughs> well, thank you. Hopefully, it'll get more cozy and, you know, me as time goes on.
1: What about on the low side? The low side? It's not
0: really a low because I'm actually really proud of ourselves, but we – Demoed the whole bathroom, the whole guest bathroom down to the studs this I past weekend. <laughs>
1: saw, I thought you were going to do some light renovation. I did not realize this oh, was no. going down to the studs.
0: <laughs> this was down to the studs. We took out the walls, the tub, which weighed probably six hundred pounds. I'm not kidding you. It was cast oh iron. Gosh. The sinks, the toilet, the tiles, every the lights, every single thing. I am not particularly handy. I've never painted a wall. I've barely hung a picture in my life. So I'm really proud. But my God, what a workout. I've never sure. first of all, I've never really used a rubber mallet or a hammer. But I swung those things around with wild abandon for about 48 hours. So yeah, I better be like jacked by the end of this. But
1: Now, does this we'll stay a bathroom or is it changing into something else?
0: It's going to still stay a bathroom. Uh, we're changing from two sinks to one. But otherwise... And we're changing from a tub to a walk-in shower. Okay. But um, otherwise, it's going to stay pretty much the same general layout. The idea is that we'll have, like, both a bathroom that's really nice that guests can use sooner rather than later. And then also, we will have, when guests aren't here, like, a completely updated, totally fresh-feeling bathroom. And then we can kind of use that as, like, a retreat when we have to work on everything else. Like at least we'll have a nice bathroom to go back to. So yeah, not not a true low, but I just was like exhausted come Tuesday because I kind of took Monday off because Jake had the day off too. So anyway, yeah, that's my low. What's yours?
1: I'm ready to one-up you with a sillier low. Um, My (laughs) low is that I have a blister on the back of my heel that won't go away. I just keep breaking it back open I, I wore oh, some no. new sneakers and I got a blister and I'm going on two weeks with this bad boy
0: oh no have you used like the blister bandages
1: no I'm just using regular bandages it's probably also user error but you know it's that time <laughs> of year when I'm wearing rubby shoes all the time I can't just wear flip-flops so yeah it's just I'm just living with it
0: you're just vibing with the blister
1: just vibing Straight well line. i hope
0: it goes away soon
1: and don't even wish me that it's the silliest low
0: <laughs> no i know how annoying it is as someone we've talked about this my hooves and i it's you know i've been through all of the the foot problems so i hope it gets better i really do
1: well shall we take a quick ad break before we get into our riveting days in our lives
0: yes So, lately, I've become fascinated with the idea of creating a lounge uniform, if you will, a go to pair of sweatpants and sweatshirt that I can put on every single day after work without having to think about it. Something that's as comfortable as pajamas, but also looks put together enough that I could go run an errand in it and feel fine. And this is what I feel like I have finally found in Cozy Earth's loungewear. Now, if you remember, this is the brand that we talked about a couple weeks ago that makes those amazing socks that Becca and I were raving about, but they also sell so much more.
1: I have the same lounge set and the socks, of course, that Olivia has. And I feel the same way. I also feel like it is the ultimate plain outfit. It is so comfy, but it still looks put together enough that it matches and it feels like you're wearing an outfit. So if you're not familiar with the brand, which I wasn't before, Cozy Earth crafts luxury goods that are all made from responsibly sourced viscose and bamboo. Every Cozy Earth product comes with a 10-year warranty, which is kind of unheard of. And their loungewear material is crafted from the same luxurious and breathable material as their bedding.
0: If there's anything I truly hate in this world, it's a two-fitted pair of sweatpants or a too tight long-sleeve top or sweatshirt. And I can really say that the Cozy Earth Loungewear manages to combine a fit that feels tailored and put together and like real clothes, for lack of a better word, but also has optimal comfort.
1: You know what I like about it? I agree with you, but also that it holds its shape well. It has enough stretch that it's really comfy, but it still holds its shape because sometimes I feel like I'll put on a pair of sweatpants, wear them for a couple hours, and they look totally dumpy, yes. even if they looked cute when you put them on. And these don't. Like Whatever the composition is really holds itself in shape.
0: Exactly. I totally agree.
1: So if you're interested in grabbing a pair of the incredible socks that we mentioned before, or you're looking for some new bedding or want to try their loungewear and just join the podcast uniform, Cozy Earth provided an exclusive offer for our listeners today. You can get 35% off site-wide at CozyEarth.com when you use code BOP. That's 35% off site-wide, what a good discount, at CozyEarth.com when you use the code BOP.
0: All right, so let's get into your day in the life. Oh, I have to go first. Shall we? Okay. Let's let's, yeah. kick, it, let's kick it off. Okay. Um, t- Tell us about, you know, I guess just dive in actually. Dive into your day. Okay. In extreme detail. Okay. Um, and then I- we'll have some questions for you afterwards.
1: Interrupt me too. Like feel free. And by we, I mean Terrence and I. Oh yeah, feel free. <laughs> okay, so I picked Tuesday, February 21st as my day in the life. And I'm a little, um, not nervous isn't the right word, but I'm like a little wary of how boring of a day it was. I almost picked last Thursday because I had really fun lunch plans with Kate Spencer from Forever 35, and then we recorded the podcast, and then I had night plans. And I, was, I said to myself, no, like that makes your life look m- way more aspirational than it usually is. Like pick a regular day. And so I picked a regular day, and I'm having a little bit of regret.
0: I think that's a good choice. Okay. My day is also a regular day. Perhaps like a slightly more productive regular day, but oh. it's still pretty boring.
1: Okay. Okay, good. So I'm just going to start the night before, so it makes sense what time I woke up. So I, I got in bed at 10.20 the night before, and I turned the lights oh, wow. off at 10.40. This is detailed. <laughs> oh, oh my I God. have time stamps, the lights off? Okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I told you to take notes. I did
0: take notes, but not like. And then I brushed. Uh, Olivia, my what's the point of doing this if tooth. you're not thorough? Okay, it is thorough. I have like two thousand words written here, but I didn't say. I'm then kidding, I turned I'm out the light.
1: I'm kidding. <laughs>
0: okay. Okay.
1: So I woke up at six fifty-two, and I did not sleep well. <gasps> Olivia is like about to throw me, like punch me through the computer screen.
0: No, I appreciate it.
1: Um. I did have a dream that I was at an accounting conference, and my job was to prep Millie Bobby Brown for a photo shoot. And it was going to be a photo shoot that was in a shower, and I needed her to decide whether it was going to be funny or sexy, like if she was going to have her hair in in like on top of her head just like all suds, or if it was going to be like Kim Kardashian shower wet sexy, and she wouldn't decide and uh, we were all talking about her behind her back we were so annoyed and i don't know i woke up out of that dream and i tried to go back to sleep because six fifty-two is a little early for my my tastes but at 702 i decided that i was not actually going back to sleep so i woke up i did exactly what experts say you should not do and immediately grabbed my phone and opened texts and social media I had three texts waiting for me, which was really low. My friend Kyle was giving running commentary from the night before on White Lotus season two. And then I had five DMs, which were all reactions to I'd posted the day before about hitting 25,000 words on my first draft of my second book. So I looked at those, I scrolled Instagram, I looked through the headlines on New York Times, and then I I clicked on an article about New York City's unusual deaths, which I hoped was going to be weirder. <laughs> But it was actually about fentanyl overdoses and was really sad.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Starting your day off in a high.
1: Yeah. And I got it about at 720. I scrolled for like 18 minutes. Peed, put my hair up in a clip, went out into my kitchen, poured coffee. And then I went on the couch and I was alternating reading. And I was reading this book called The Rachel Incident by Caroline O'Donohue, um, which I'm very into. And I was alternating that with scrolling TikTok. And in my TikTok scrolling, before 8 a.m., I was influenced to buy something because of Michaela. I still don't know her last name. She had this video about um, how to cover up a pimple. And she used this elf green color corrector. Mm. And it made such a difference. And it was $5. So I added it to my Amazon cart. And I I didn't purchase it. Yeah, it's still sitting in my cart to see if I still want it later this week. But I think I do. It's two days later, I still want it.
0: Get it. It's
1: $5. I know. I know. So kind of read and tick-tocked until 820. Opened my computer at 820. I still had like half a cup of coffee. I triaged my emails. I ironically, I did some accounting stuff. Maybe my dream was a premonition. I had to run payroll because my business is set up like an S-corp. So I am my own employee. So I had to run payroll. I paid my Amex bill. I replied to some emails about podcast stuff. Our editor, Allison, is going on vacation this summer for a month. So we need to find somebody to cover for her. So I was emailing back and forth with somebody about that. Pretty pretty boring morning in my inbox. 840. I was still finishing my coffee. I read like maybe 15 or 20 pages of this writing craft book called The Art of Character by David Corbett. The jury is still out on if I'm finding it helpful. It's pretty dry, and I haven't I don't think I've really learned anything yet, but we'll see. Okay. I think I'm only on page 60. Around nine, I'd finished my coffee, I brushed my teeth, I scraped my tongue, took a shower, I lotioned my body and my face. And then I put on yoga pants and a sweatshirt. I later learned the sweatshirt was inside out, but I did not realize that for a few hours. And I just left my hair in in a towel turban and went back to my kitchen island, which is currently my desk. Um 925.
0: So what time are we at now? Okay. Sorry, you're already on it. You're already on no, it. What no am no. I even? Please, I don't even know. Make
1: this interactive. <laughs> I don't want to hear my own voice. What do you think? I have a podcast or something? Um <laughs> 925, I made breakfast. I made two eggs over easy and a piece of butter toast. This is a very abnormal breakfast for me. However, at the grocery store this week, I told myself that I was going to make green smoothies for breakfast. And that morning, like a green smoothie was actually the literal last thing I wanted.
0: Yeah, it's not really a winter food. Although weirdly, I did make a smoothie on my day, which was also Tuesday. So
1: yeah, it wasn't so, green, but <laughs> I had eggs. They were good. But I just, I don't usually Good. like cook in the morning. Okay. 9.40, I poured a second cup of coffee. I lit a candle, the hotel lobby spa candle, and I got some water and I got set up to write. Um, but then I immediately got back on Instagram and my group text was blowing up. And everyone was talking about how much they didn't want to work today and their company expense policies. So I had to take my phone away from myself and I, I put it on the other side of the room, which I should just do as – blanket policy when I write but usually I have to learn my lesson every day (laughs) so yeah then I actually started writing around 10 so started writing I was having trouble getting into it so then I just made a brain dump outline of everything that happened in that chapter that I was working on and it actually really helped
0: I find that a brain dump is really the thing that gets me going a lot with just like being productive if I'm stuck
1: yeah yeah I don't always do it. I feel like sometimes I want to just roam around in a chapter and like figure out what happens. But I was not feeling that. So I made myself some bullets and, and that really helped. I took a little break around 11 and I had 900 words at that point. And I gave myself some bribery candy, which is something mm. that I do fairly often and I'm not above doing at 11 in the morning. You know, my, my 11 a.m. What sour candy. What kind of candy. candy? Sour candy from Bonbon. Bon. Mm-hmm. just like a mixed assortment probably had like I don't know like five or six pieces I put them into a little Chewy bowl. candy or yeah. hard candy no chewy candy. chewy sour candy I scrolled a little on my phone for 10 minutes to give myself a break I reviewed the show notes and the social for the podcast this week that our amazing social media manager Maddie put together I died laughing at her post with Terrence in it if you have not seen it
0: <laughs> so good
1: she's just delighting me left and right. So, that was my little break. I really didn't feel motivated or want to keep writing, but I went back and I pushed through to 1465 words, which is right below my minimum goal of 1500, but it was at the end of a chapter, so I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, I really debated, which I do once a week. I like have this really drawn out argument with myself. That I want to go back to chapter one and start polishing things and editing things. <laughs> um, and I stopped myself. I, I have successfully stopped myself every time. I've not gone back. But, oh, the desire is so strong. Then FedEx came. I had ordered three dresses from Saison over the weekend, and they came. I tried oh, them Oh, do you like?
0: I've never... I don't think I would fit into their clothes, to be honest. But do you like their pieces?
1: You know... I don't think I've ever kept anything from them. (laughs) This is the French brand, right? Yeah, it, it hasn't stopped me from ordering. I generally find their tops to be too boxy and too short. Hmm. I bought three dresses this time. I'm in a real wardrobe crisis of hating everything I own.
0: Same, actually.
1: And so I bought three dresses one of them uh, was too small on top, the like in the bust. One of them was, it was just kind of frumpy. It was like a prairie type dress. And I was like, this is really frumpy for $230 or however much it cost. Yeah. And then one, I just, I fully fundamentally misunderstood the fabric content of, <laughs> and it was much more lady at an office than I thought it was mm. going to be. I thought it was going to be like, a linen-y dress and it was very much like I don't even know like uh a PK you know what I mean
0: I know what you mean
1: like suit fabric
0: yes yes I I, f- I feel like the amount that I think about the fabric of what I'm wearing as I get older is surprising but true
1: all three were misses boo boo At 12.30, we're up to 12.30 now, I went for an hour walk around my neighborhood and I listened to music. I have started scheduling 90 minutes in the middle of the day for lunch and a midday walk since the beginning of the year. I feel like walking, I mean, it's really vital to my mental health, but I also feel like it's really vital part of my writing. Like, I feel like a lot of times Mm. I'll go for a walk after I write and I have all of these brain flashes and things come together and I have ideas. So... Right now, my schedule is probably at its lightest and loosest for the year, so this is—it hasn't been hard to like protect my 90-minute block. But I really want to make sure that later in the year, as I get busier, that I keep doing this because I feel like it's so helpful.
0: I think that's a great habit. Yeah, I, I love that.
1: I didn't really have any lightning bolt moments on on this walk, but I did make some notes about things that I want to work on at like a macro level in the second draft of my book. And sometimes just writing them down and getting them out of my head stops me from stressing about them and going back to chapter one. So I made myself some notes. And then I stopped at the grocery store on the way home to grab ingredients for dinner. I was really pissed to have to do this because I went to the grocery store the day before. And I made dinner the day before. I made this recipe from TikTok. And I'm pretty sure I was allergic to something in it.
0: Oh, no. slightly
1: allergic. So I, I meal prepped all of this it was like an Asian chicken and rice type deal. And I think I was allergic to something in the sauce. So that went in the trash, unfortunately. Ew, that's so I had also to a fail. I know, also a fail. So I had to go to the grocery store again. Then I stopped at a second closer grocery store for a case of seltzer on my way home. So I didn't have to schlep it too far. On brand. Because yeah, well, I mean, my grocery store is probably like three quarters of a mile away. I don't want to like carry a case of seltzer plus all my other groceries for three quarters of a mile.
0: No, that's too far.
1: So around this point, things start to really go downhill. Uh, <laughs> this was, is
0: after you have the allergic reaction. It gets worse.
1: That was the night before. That oh, OK. Before.
0: Sorry. Sorry. I misunderstood. Um, that.
1: Well, no. I. So I would say like that morning for me is like really typical. Like I, I woke up earlier than usual. But generally speaking, like I don't really talk to anyone in the morning. I don't really do any. I don't do anything. I just write is my goal in the morning. And then usually I've written my 1,500 words by early afternoon before my walk. So unfortunately, I started to get period cramps and my mood went south pretty quickly. I think I was also hangry. And so then my day started to like come unraveled. Um, So I got home at like 140 from my walk in my grocery store jaunt. I air fried some chicken thighs that I had left over from the night before. And I made a sandwich – which was actually excellent. So maybe my day didn't go downhill until after my sandwich because the sandwich was really good.
0: You, If you were air frying chicken for lunch, like that is so impressive to me. I cannot be bothered to do anything of well, effort for lunch.
1: The thing that I think is most unrealistic about this day was that I cooked three times during the day, which I never do. I never do. Mm. But I had – Chicken thighs and I was gonna make wraps and I was gonna like make a few for the week, but then I decided to make a sandwich instead. And I wouldn't normally have eggs. Like I don't usually make something in the morning that requires a lot of cooking. And then for dinner, I batch cooked the night before, but then I was allergic to it. So then I had to (laughs) re-batch cook. Mm, mm. Okay. But I like I like taking a break and like making something in the middle of the day. I don't mind. I just don't like to cook three times in a day.
0: I think that's fair.
1: So I made this sandwich. Oh, it was so good. Okay, so my favorite thing right now is to take chicken thighs and I, I don't measure anything, so I don't have amounts, but like some hot honey and taco seasoning in the air fryer. I air fry it at like 380 degrees for like 15 minutes. It is the best chicken. I do boneless, skinless chicken thighs. It is the best chicken I've ever produced in my home.
0: That sounds delicious. Oh,
1: it's so good. So I had one of the chicken thighs on a sandwich with some like, I think it was like Mexican cheese. It was like a brioche roll that I got at Whole Foods. Mexican cheese, this Calabrian pepper spread, spinach and red onion. Oh, my God. It was so that good. That
0: sounds very good. I'm like actually kind of hungry right now.
1: <sighs> it, was, it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. So 2.20, I sat back down at my computer. Usually, okay, so usually in the afternoons, I'm done writing. And so the afternoons is when I schedule any calls, um we record the podcast on Thursday afternoon. I if I have any like networking things, I'll do them on in the afternoon. I've been trying for the past few days to go two days on writing just to get done with my first draft faster. And so I've I've been trying to another 1000 words in the afternoon and I successfully did it on Monday and Wednesday and I Spoiler, could not get it done on Tuesday. So I sat back down at my computer. I told myself that I was going to write another thousand words and like at least finish out the chapter that I was working on. And after like 50 minutes sitting at my computer, it was just not happening. So three fifteen. That's hard
0: to leave uh, and then come back to it like But in I need a day. to. I couldn't. I couldn't. That's hard.
1: I kind of tap out after two or three hours and then I need a break. Mm-hmm. I can't go for eight hours or something straight.
0: Oh, yeah. Neither can I. But I I, I don't think I could like – I don't know. I think like two to three hours a day is pretty much my max. Like consistently, I think that's pretty much all I can do.
1: I can personally. do a lot more when I'm editing. Like I can sit down when I'm mm-hmm. editing for, for eight, ten hours and just like really get into it. But I can't do that with writing – first draft material
0: that makes sense
1: so I thought I was going to do it it didn't happen 3:15, 15 I decided that it wasn't going to happen and I got up and I did all the dishes that I'd created so far that day because I am my <laughs> own dishwasher which is another strong reason I do not like to cook three times a day uh, so I did the not insignificant amount of dishes that I had created then I took some Tylenol because I still had cramps and I read for 90 minutes and I was reading The True Love Experiment by Christina Lauren, which comes out in May. And oh my god, this book is so fun. It's like capital F fun. I'll tell you more about it at the end when we talk about what we're reading, but oh my god, I like wanted to do nothing else but read it.
0: I have it behind me. I was I, I was like, "Oh, that sounds familiar." And it's on my, in my TBR pile.
1: It's so good. Um, I'll tell you why I was holding off in the at the end. Stick around. if you can stay awake.
0: so I'm here. I'm invested.
1: I was like, oh, I can call this research since it's like hot and steamy and my book too is going to be like a more down the line romance. So I was like, this is research. I'll let myself have it. I don't know. We're probably around five o'clock. So now Amazon comes. It was my pre-order of Things We Hide from the Light by Lucy Score, which I was very Mm. excited about. Then I ate a brown sugar Pop-Tart. (laughs) Over the weekend One or two One Over the weekend I was hungover On on Saturday morning And I went to my bodega And I just saw them I was getting other things And I saw them And I was like I'm fucking getting Pop-Tarts Having a Pop-Tart
0: That's one of the things That like I don't think I've consumed That much of in my life But the way It is so viscerally In my mind The texture The taste The weird coldness of it Wait do you heat them up?
1: Yeah I do it on the toaster
0: Oh I always ate them cold (laughs) Oh that's so not like cold but room temperature no and it's not good but
1: this is this was great i am in a i am in a hard i had a pop-tart before we started recording i am in a hard pop-tart phase
0: i wish i had i want a snack i'm feeling so snacky now
1: i wish you had a pop-tart too (sighs)
0: hmm I really' Sounds delicious.
1: I ate the Pop-Tart. I was really hoping that it would revive me into doing something productive. It's also about now in the day that I started to feel embarrassed about how boring and isolated my day was. <laughs> and I started to wish things would happen. I was like, maybe somebody will email me. Like, maybe I'll get an out-of-the-blue phone call. That's interesting. Like, I'm starting to stress out now about the fact that I'm having this day and I don't have anything interesting to talk about. <laughs> I bring my computer back to the couch 5.30 to 6.15, I'm scrolling TikTok, but I'm doing it with my computer on my lap, so I might at any minute do something productive. I didn't. Um, 6.15, I started cooking dinner. I made the Julia Tertian turkey ricotta meatballs, which are like a staple in my home, oh. a batch cooking staple. Oh, have you never had these?
0: No. They sound very good. Oh, they're I love so a meatball.
1: good. they're It's turkey ricotta meatballs. I do half- turkey, and half hot Italian sausage.
0: Mmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I'm going to do that.
1: It's a really good recipe. And it makes a ton, so I usually freeze half. And they're really good. They're really – I know people don't like this word, but they're really moist. Moist. <laughs> so I made those – I made air fryer, broccoli, and I made some pasta. probably took me like an hour to cook everything. I ate it. It was delicious. Then I did another sink full of dishes that I had created – I, like, cleaned my stovetop and my counters. And I made myself a little mocktail. Ooh. When I was semi-doing dry January, I started making, it's just seltzer and grapefruit juice, but, like, 100% grapefruit juice, like, the really tart kind. It's delicious with some ice and a wine glass. Sounds great. So I made myself a little mocktail. And I was texting back and forth my friend Jackie about plans for when she's here next week and trying to figure out where we are going to go for dinner. We ended up making reservations at Frenchette, and I put an alert on at Shuket and at Teresi, which I wanted to go to more but did not have reservations.
0: That was the fanciest sentence you've ever said, by the way. I'm so cool. Like, I feel like that was right out of Sex and the City.
1: Look at me. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for validating my really boring day.
0: It's not boring.
1: It is. Then I read more Christina Lauren on the couch. I got in bed at 8.50 because my cramps were really... Not feeling great. I usually do not read in bed. I usually read on the couch. And like once I'm in bed, I'm going to sleep. But I was reading in bed. And I was also kind of texting with my group text about one of my friends is pregnant right now. And um, she won't tell us the real name of her baby until it is born. So we were trying to come up with like a terrible in utero name for this baby.
0: That's, that's the move, though. I would be the same way. Don't tell anyone. I don't think there's any good that can come from it. But what did you come up with for the uh, in utero
1: so it's her second baby. And so her first baby, when he was in utero, his name was Gert. And so I'm really pushing for gert <laughs> Gert and Gert-er. There is some movement for bigger Gert. Mm. I don't know that there's a lot of creativity outside of the Gert universe.
0: I mean, I think stick with what works, you know? It's mm-hmm. a solid fake name.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Another, fr- another friend's sister did this. And she was calling her baby in utero Mr. Beyonce, like something so ridiculous that, and she might not have known if it was a boy or a girl. And she was doing it so ridiculous that, like, she would never become attached to it. But then she was so hormonal, so hormonal that she did become attached to it. Oh. <laughs> she was sad when he wasn't Mr. Beyonce anymore.
0: <laughs> I'll probably thank her for that one day.
1: Yeah. He's a dramatic kid. He might like to be Mr. Beyonce, to be honest. That's true. That's true. So yeah, I was texting. I got back out of bed at like ten forty-five to brush my teeth. That's the problem why I don't like to read in bed. I don't like to have to get back out of bed once I'm already in it.
0: Yeah, me me either.
1: So I got out of bed to brush my teeth like ten forty-five, and I decided I'd put on enough lotion for the day and did no skincare. And then I got back in bed and I scrolled on Instagram for like twenty minutes and went to bed around eleven. Hmm, so that's my that really- sounds pretty solid. So boring.
0: You went on a walk, you did work, you'd made plans with friends, you I interacted socially, you cooked three times. I think it's good.
1: I feel like you're giving me more credit. I feel like the thing that I'm most scared of, and I feel like this is a new fear that has taken over since I stopped consulting of like being perceived as not working hard. And I feel like if I Mm -hmm. listened to some, if I listened to me talk about my day and somebody was like, do you think she earned her salary? I would be like, not at all. (laughs) I like worked for like three hours. So that I was like, Oh, I don't love that about this day.
0: I totally understand that. And I feel like that often.
1: (laughs) I'm trying to tell myself that, I mean, first of all, good for me if I can do my job in three hours, Mm great. But also I feel like this is the calmest part of my year. And so to take advantage of it and to not make myself busy with things when I don't have to be, because there will be a time when I do not have a choice.
0: Yeah. Also like the alternative is what? Doing a bunch of work you both don't need and don't enjoy just (laughs) to prove a point. Sure. I mean, I say this because I've had all of these same thoughts about my own career, but (laughs) I totally get it. Like that's, I mean, yeah, people are harsh.
1: (laughs) And I also am just like a former gifted student that defines myself by my productivity. So, you know, being like, and I did a lot of nothing in the afternoon doesn't feel great to me.
0: I get that. I understand that. Also, like we live in a culture where it says like if you're not working 24 hours a day, basically not like on your phone emailing till nine that like, you know, you must not be that successful. So Totally. (laughs) It's ingrained in us, I think. Is there anything you left out of this day?
1: I didn't tell you about when I pooped. And I did have some tummy trouble in the afternoon because of my cramps. So it happened multiple times. Can't you hate
0: that? Like, I tried to explain that to Jake once. I was like, you need to understand that when I have my period, like, it's like, it's a full frontal attack. Every part of my body is just revolting. Anyway, I'm sorry that you had some tummy troubles.
1: Thanks for asking me directly about that.
0: Was there anything that you did or did not do because you knew you would be talking about it?
1: Ooh, okay. I think that I probably I probably cooked three times because I knew that I would be talking about it. Instead of there's a very easy scenario in which I got takeout for one of those times and was like, ah, fuck it. I cooked two other times. Yeah, I probably did that because I I knew that I would have to report on it.
0: Okay. I think I get that. I understand.
1: It was a good motivator. Maybe I should just like write down what I do in a day every day to make myself
0: <laughs> new <laughs> not order takeout. We're here reporting on every aspect of our daily lives.
1: It's the Truman Show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is there anything you wish you would have done differently or that would have made the day better?
1: I mean, I feel like this day in particular was quite unsocial. And I told you about my weekend that I just had a lot of plans and this was Tuesday. So in a vacuum I wouldn't normally be so isolated during a day, but, like, I didn't really care.
0: You would normally be social on a Tuesday?
1: Potentially.
0: Mm. Wow. Bold.
1: Potentially. Or I would have calls with people or, you know, I would be less isolated.
0: Okay. That makes sense. Well, I think it's a pretty solid day.
1: Oh, how the tables are turning. (laughs)
0: I'm worried mine isn't detailed enough, but it's pretty detailed. I mean, it's it's uh I woke up the next morning and I...
1: let me and Terrence be the judge of that.
0: <laughs> God, I'm, I'm afraid of Terrence and you. But all right. So I also went with Tuesday. I wasn't like I kept remembering that we were doing this episode throughout the week, but I wasn't like going throughout my day thinking about mm-hmm. it. So I wasn't taking notes in the moment. Which, maybe it won't be as detailed, but it also meant that I didn't really change anything that I normally would have done, I guess. Okay. That makes anyway, sense. okay. So, my alarm went off at 6.45. I have been gradually trying for the last two weeks to move my wake-up time, like, incrementally earlier. Because for the first probably week and a half to two weeks of living here, I was waking up at, like, 8.30 nine one day or two days every day which is fine but like i just wanted to get up a little bit earlier so it went off at six um i'm trying out a new alarm what is it it's um hold on i think it's like called seaside or something let's see ripples oh it's this one
1: what's special about it <laughs> I don't know.
0: It's better than like the siren one I had, which was like, what? very, I know. Olivia. <laughs> it was more th- than I just had never like tried to change it, but it, it's, Do I you mean, hate alarming yourself? is the word. I, I, I guess I did, but I don't know if I like the ripples. Like it's a little too like, welcome to the planet, Olivia. I don't know. I don't like it. I like Constellation,
1: um, which is very welcome to the planet.
0: Okay. I maybe I'll try that one because I'm I haven't found the right fit for me.
1: This one's space themed, and I know you like space.
0: I I do I do. So I I hit snooze for a couple times I think or maybe once because I woke up around seven. Um, I did not sleep well because I have been in the TikTok rabbit hole at night. Mm. I kind of like let myself use my phone in bed now because I'm like oh it's like I'm still a little nervous here because it's new and it makes me feel safer and it's like really backfiring. So I didn't sleep well and I ended up staying in bed for probably around 30 minutes, just going through direct messages and emails and TikTok and basically everything.
1: What uh, I don't remember. What corners of TikTok are you currently on?
0: (sighs) The East Palestine railway thing (laughs) explosion. Have you heard about this?
1: I yeah. have, but I'm not on that corner of TikTok.
0: Well, I fell into some corner that says, like, it's affecting the Hudson Valley. So then I will get to this act. We'll circle back to this later. Great. Um, that's and I'm still on Pedro Pascal TikTok. Like it.
1: Oh, it. it did you see that he was oh, wearing that mesh shirt and that sparkly yes, I did. silver cardigan? And he was I did. like kind of like an adult Harry Styles in a way that I was like, this does it for me.
0: <laughs> yeah, it every <laughs> I'm always sitting there watching and I just feel myself look like an idiot because I'm sitting there watching them with like this grin on my face, like absolute sociopath. But I can't stop watching them. And I love The Last of Us. So. I could but, see
1: Jake if he was like a little less kempt with his grooming in 15 years having Pedro Pascal energy.
0: Oh, you know, I could kind of see it, too. I could kind of see it, too. I'm going to try to cultivate this more.
1: I like it a lot. Get him a sparkly cardigan.
0: (laughs) Okay. So I eventually got out of bed. I turned off our humidifier. Uh, Jake's already up. He's been up for an hour at this point. I make my way to the bathroom. I pee. I put on, usually when I'm still in bed, I'll put on up first on NPR, which is the news. And at that point, I'm like, I'm not going to lay in bed and listen to the news because that's just like depressing. So it forces me to get up. I go to the bathroom. I already have my workout clothes laying out. So socks, sweatshirt, sports bra, leggings. And the plan was to go to the gym this day. We've joined a gym here um, because we don't, we can't use the treadmill. Anyway, so I put those on. I wash my face. I've been using every single morning, actually, the Tula cooling eye cream with like the cool applicator that stays like ice cold. Love it. I don't know if it makes a difference, like appearance-wise, but it feels amazing every morning. I brush my oh, teeth. I do love
1: ice rolling my eyes, so this is very, this is very do compelling it. to me.
0: It's the only eye cream I've used consistently ever in my life because it feels so good, and it just makes me feel kind of like I don't know. Gives me a little boost in the morning. Brush my teeth. Put on my lip mask, the Laneige, Laneige lip mask. Oh, I've been using an Aquaphor stick. On my skin in the morning instead of any other moisturizer because it's really light but also like very hydrating.
1: I'm picturing like a deodorant stick. How similar? It kind of looks
0: like that. Oh, okay. Um, so it's it's like a solid moisturizer basically. It absorbs really quickly into my skin and isn't like too greasy or shiny. Okay. Then I put my hair up in a claw clip, I brush it, I put it up. I head downstairs. Jake's sitting on the couch on his laptop. So probably I think he was doing house stuff or work stuff. I'm not sure. And then this is a very important step um, in my day to day and this day. So when Jake's downstairs and sitting in the the living room and I come down, I instead of saying like, hi, good morning and like kissing or whatever, I say, hey, Jake. And then I do I say, look at this. And then I do a weird dance move. (laughs) And this is the first interaction we have. And I go, hey, Jake. And then I go, look, look what I learned. And then I do like the weirdest movement I can think of. And then he goes, nice. And that's how we start our day.
1: And this Uh, is every day. This is how you greet each other.
0: I would say 75% of the time.
1: Yes. Follow-up question. Does he ever, if you're downstairs first, does he ever dance for you? Yes. Oh, good. I was going to say it's sexist. Otherwise,
0: we we switch off. Okay, great. Anyway, that's how it gets started. And I. If I'm, I know that I'm in a good mood if I've done this. Okay. So anyway, if I feel the, if I feel the need to dance, then I make my way to the kitchen. I pour myself a cup of coffee.
1: It's already made. Jake made the coffee?
0: Yes. Jake made it, or I usually set it up the night before, but usually lately we, so we got a new coffee maker. It's the, uh, it's Dutch. What is it? Oh my God. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, it's the Mocha Master. So we have the Mocha Master now. And the only thing is it makes a little bit less than our other one, which made 12 cups. I think this makes 10. But it's like true cups, not like the giant mugs I use. Anyway, so I pour out the last of the coffee then I went and sat back down on the couch. And I, I continued to read Our Missing Hearts by Celeste Ng, which I just finished last night. I'll talk about that at the end of the episode. So I did that for maybe an hour. I usually do that until I finish my first cup of coffee. Then I was hungry, so I went to the kitchen to make breakfast. I've been really into using the microwave because we have not had a microwave in ever.
1: What <laughs> so,
0: I know, I never How had one in New live York without
1: a microwave. I,
0: I don't actually know now that we have one because I love it so much, and it's like a twenty-year-old microwave, and I'm. I'm obsessed with it.
1: I cannot imagine. (laughs) Yeah, it's... What did you microwave?
0: I So we got these... They're like these frozen breakfast pitas. It's with turkey, sausage, egg, and cheese. And And you bought
1: these. You didn't make it.
0: Yes, I bought it. They're like little pita pockets.
1: Oh, what's the brand? I want that.
0: Okay, it's called Sandwich Brothers. Hmm. They have egg and cheese pitas, and then they have the turkey, egg, and cheese. And Jake and I both really like them. So I made one of those... And then I sat at my desk to start work. And before that, I, I requested an, another pot of coffee, which Jake made. It was very nice because I was tired. And we both decided that we wouldn't go to the gym at this point because we were both really sore from the demo still.
1: Mm. And the dancing.
0: So the gym was out the window and the, the dancing, too. Um, just constant, constant physical activity over here. So at this point, I wrote my to-do list for the day. Usually I would have had it done the night before when I finished work, but I didn't because I had taken the day before off because Jake had it off. Oh, right. So I wrote my to-do list. Um, I went through my emails and replied to anything pressing. I'm sure at this point I went over some of the same podcast stuff you did in terms of the show notes and stuff. Um, I checked my credit card balance, which is a bit scary these days with the house my checking account. And then I unsubscribed to my five email lists. I think at this point, we're probably hitting about nine, maybe 930.
1: Okay. I think about nine email lists.
0: (laughs) No. Uh, I was still hungry. So I decided to make a smoothie and I made it with some frozen berries and some frozen banana and a little bit of kale, um, yogurt. Not, Not very exciting, but tasted good. But it was too thick, actually, so I made it into a smoothie bowl. Ooh! It's really, an exciting turn of events.
1: I love smoothies. I hate cleaning the blender; is a big oh. turn off for me.
0: Same. I do not do it. I leave that to Jake.
1: I hate I didn't it. You know, Jake. I.
0: <laughs> everyone and I, does. And really. I know <laughs> the
1: trick. I know how to do it. Where you put What's the, the trick? So- you put the soapy water in it, and then you run the blender on like burst, oh. and it makes it easier. But. Just, oh, cleaning the blender is annoying. Well, I well, okay, that's blowing
0: my mind. I'm going to oh. pass that along to Jake. <laughs> I probably still won't do it, but that's a real life hack.
1: I'm glad I'm helping. <laughs> okay,
0: at this point, I started on the thing that I've been avoiding for a week, which is that I'm rewriting, basically, my the first book I ever wrote from the beginning, more or less. It's like half rewriting, half editing. And I had been avoiding it. My goal was to have started the week before. I didn't. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. So I ended up writing a completely new chapter to kick things off. And I loved it. It was so (gasps) fun. And I was like, okay. I feel like I've been stewing over this for a really long time in the background like while I worked on other things. And as soon as I wrote that, it was only like 670 words. But I was like, okay, yes. I am focused. My vision is clear. Onward! So, oh my I was goodness, really jazzed. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that you are so invigorated because I feel like this has been a storm cloud hanging over you.
0: Yeah, I've been. I just, it's a little stressful, you know. And I wasn't. I was a little frozen when it came to it, and I kind of just was like, I'll focus on other things. And, um, but I feel re-energized about it. Oh, great! Uh, and yeah, so I I wrote probably like the 700 words or whatever. And maybe it took me an hour and a half. It was kind of slow going, <laughs> but um, maybe two hours even. Anyway, at that point, I also decided to make a new playlist for the new draft because this is who I am. Obviously. Um, <laughs> and that was really fun. I discovered this new musician that I really like.
1: Are you not going to tell us who they are? Just leave us in suspense? Oh, it's
0: this is Portuguese singer named Mauro. I I think is how you pronounce it. Anyway, I've shared about it on Instagram, too, and in my newsletter, but big fan. It's like a Portuguese Phoebe Bridgers. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so then UPS stopped by, um, delivered a few packages.
1: I have a follow-up question. Yes. Is the playlist that you made just music that you're liking that you're going to listen to while you write, or is it music that reflects the book?
0: It's both, kind of.
1: So does, <laughs> does Portuguese Phoebe Bridgers reflect the tone of the book?
0: A little bit. Some oh, okay. of the songs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I'll have to edit it down, but a little bit. Okay. Okay. So then UPS delivered a few packages and I wanted to like take a break. So I opened those. I had ordered all things that I, well, two out of three things I don't need. One is the Jones road foundation. Cause I saw a video on TikTok.
1: Oh yeah. I've seen that everywhere.
0: So we'll see. Don't need it.
1: Oh, but you haven't tried it. Bought yet. it.
0: I haven't tried it yet. It's yeah. just been sitting there. I also ordered new underwear, which I wrote a whole newsletter about. So if you're into my thoughts about impulsively buying underwear, I am. You can read my Substack. Then I got a custom order from Etsy of some Roman blinds that I ordered because I'm trying to figure out what window treatments to do in our bedroom. And my God, they are so expensive. Mm-hmm. Window treatments are so freaking expensive. They are. So I'm basically ordering like one set at a time to <laughs> try to see if I should order three sets or whatever it is. So then I went through some more emails and after about maybe an hour or so, I took a break for lunch around one. I don't know if the time is adding up, but that's when I usually eat lunch. So for lunch, I basically just hobbled together things that are just around. So I made... Toast with cottage cheese on it. Oh, and then
1: cheese.
0: I know it's, <laughs> I go through phases. Sometimes I'm like, this is delicious. Sometimes I'm like, I never want to look at you again. Um, anyway, right now I'm on a cottage cheese kick. I had some avocado toast as well. So it's cottage cheese toast, avocado toast. Oh, like and like a toast tangerine. Board. Yeah, toast board. Basically my lunches are a combination of cheese, toast, and eggs. And that's it. <laughs> And some fruit. Um, and I usually catch up on my Marco Polo chats at lunchtime. So I, I uh, did that. And I like update my friends on my life and listen to their life. At this point, I probably should have worked on the one freelance story I have left this month because I'm still doing some freelance work here or there. Um, instead, I didn't. And I started on this week's newsletter about said underwear purchase. Um, it ended up being a little bit long. So it probably took me about two hours to write it. And then I had the idea to record a voiceover of me reading it because Substack lets you include that in the newsletter if people want to listen instead of read. So I did that. And then I had the idea of recording a like mini podcast for paid subscribers expanding on the essay topic, which is about underwear, but also other things. So I recorded that. And this brought me to six, which is my hard stopping point.
1: Oh, my gosh. You were very productive.
0: It was a really good day, but it could have been more productive, I guess. But I guess it was. I don't know. Anyway, so I'm at six. I wrote down a few quick notes about things to do the next day. And then I started cooking dinner, which right now I'm not using our stove because I am grossed out by it, which sounds absurd, but I just can't bring myself to use it for some reason. So I'm basically operating entirely on air fryer and rice cooker.
1: (laughs) Honestly, you can get pretty far with just an air fryer
0: plus a microwave. I mean, the possibilities are endless. So I made chicken, squash, and zucchini with rice. And then I put some like balsamic glaze on top. Sounds great. But then I was still hungry. (laughs) So I made popcorn and we ate the popcorn while watching. Maybe this was detailed. (laughs) So as I say this, I'm like, actually, um, while watching Stolen Youth on Hulu, which is a docu series about a sex cult at Sarah Lawrence.
1: Oh, I read that story. I can't remember where the long read was. I read that a while ago. It is, it's disturbing. Like yeah.
0: deeply unsettling and very strange. And i watched confusing. a lot of sex cult documentaries. Yes, like the whole time I was like, how? how, 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 how did this happen? But yeah, the human brain is a very strange and I feel like easily manipulated thing, which is mm. a little bit upsetting. Anyway, then we ended up watching TV till about 10, which is much later than we usually would. Um, but I don't know. Again, I'm just kind of in this late night spiral. Still um, the same and
1: documentary or you switched?
0: Um, we ended up just putting on hdtv which was a mistake because it's like 99% commercials. But Jake was still working kind of, so I was just kind of on my phone and watching. Went upstairs, got ready for bed around 10, 1030. And um, then I ended up on TikTok again. Sure. And ended up watching all of these videos about the East Palestine, Ohio thing and how it's in Hudson. And but no one's talking about it on the news. And the next morning I texted Jake because he was downstairs like, check the water, check the water, Jake. And he was like, check it how. I, I don't know, like all these videos on the TikTok are people like showing the water and there's like this layer of like chemical stuff on top Oh,
1: okay, so it's visible to the <laughs> naked eye I thought you were expecting him to have some chemistry <laughs> kit and some like pH no. strips and. <laughs> well, I, w-
0: I was like, I was on TikTok and I saw this and he was like, well, maybe we should turn on the news and I was like, Jake, they're not talking about it on the news and then I was like, oh my god, am I in QAnon? I was like, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> And then, you know what, that was like, I was like, no more. And then since then I've been like, no more TikTok in bed. I am done. I am done with you. It has gotten too dark. Scared
1: straight. (laughs) Scared (laughs) straight.
0: So yeah, I feel like that was probably the most useless, however, 20 minutes of me talking ever, but it was a good day. It just, it was a day that like could have been better probably in my ideal routine, but also like I enjoyed everything I did. It felt very fulfilling. So. It was a good day.
1: I too have follow up question. Other
0: than the TikTok.
1: Sure. <laughs> okay. Hit me. How normal or abnormal would you say this day was?
0: I would say it's pretty normal. Pretty normal for okay. a an average productive day. It's okay. pretty normal for that, yes.
1: Is there anything you left out? I don't think so. I
0: I think that was pretty much
1: all of it. Okay. Was there any anything- I'm sure I
0: texted some people and stuff, but I oh, did yeah. not that level of detail unfortunately
1: was there anything that you did or didn't do because you knew you would have to talk about it
0: no because I I didn't know if I was going to use the day I honestly d- wasn't thinking about it I recorded it all the next day so okay. it was pretty like if I was really thinking about it I think I would have went to the gym and
1: okay so it's a that. very honest an honest retelling of an honest yeah day.
0: It's not my most productive day in history. And it's not my least ever, either. It's just, just a day.
1: I feel like you get a gold star automatically for restarting working on a stalled project. <laughs> oh, like thanks. if you had done nothing else but open that, I feel like that's a win.
0: Thank you. Yeah, it feels good. I I just I hit 3,500 words today. Since then, so it's only been two Ooh. days. So I feel like I'm, Ooh. I'm in a good place with it. It feels good. Like this new sort of routine. Work year feels really good and exciting. Great. Yeah.
1: Shall we transition into some end matter?
0: Yes. What are you obsessed with?
1: Okay. So do you know how we talked about in our last three things about makeup and how I was saying I I feel weird about makeup and I don't feel like it looks right on my face? I've uh, gone completely to the other end of the spectrum and I'm now just spending all my money at Sephora. Mm. And last week, Sephora was having a sale where mascara was buy one, get one half off. And I needed to replace my mascara. And so I was like, well, in for a penny, in for a pound. Might as well buy the whole store. And I bought so much stuff, some most of which I'm still establishing my opinions on. But the one thing that I can say that I definitively love is I got a new curling iron. I got mm. the T3 One Pass 1.25 inch curling iron, because I got my hair cut like two weeks ago, and I really like the haircut. It's but it's a little bit shorter than it was, and I've been curling my hair with a wand for the past decade. I don't know since wands came onto the scene. And when my hairdresser styled my hair, she did it with um, a, cl- a clamp curling iron, and she did like the twist method. Okay. Oh
0: yeah, I see what you mean. Like the <laughs> I'm doing a hand motion. No, that different than nothing. that. Like but... it's like
1: instead of curling it around the barrel, you like let it go and then you twist it around. So it's kind of like. Beach oh, winds. I do that. Yeah. Oh, I I hadn't been doing that, and so I got a clamp curling iron so that I could teach myself to do this, and I am obsessed with this curling iron.
0: I have a T three curling iron as well, and I really like it. Huh. I'm I have a T three three blow dryer, which I also like. Oh, what it's worth.
1: I might have a lot more beauty obsessions over the next few weeks because not only did I place a huge order when I bought that, but then uh, this week I placed a second order. So I'm just...
0: I've never stopped at Sephora and not just dropped like $500 without understanding why. Like it happens so fast.
1: I've like really gone to the other end of the spectrum of like, I don't know how that makeup looks good on me to be like, I'm going to start contouring. (laughs) So...
0: (laughs) (laughs) I understand. I've been watching a lot of Jeffrey Star makeup TikToks oh. lately and I'm like, is it 2015? But I, I'm I'm I get it. I feel like my TikTok is much more beauty and makeup focused than it's ever been.
1: I also feel like I haven't changed the way that I do my makeup or my hair in years, and so a whole new me is coming.
0: Oh, wow. I'm in a Chrysalis to meet her. right now. <laughs> I'm
1: excited. What is your obsession?
0: Uh, my obsession is this artist named Molly Ann Bishop, who I could be mistaken, but I think is a podcast listener. Um, I've followed her for a while, and she does these like cool little custom mugs and designs and um, lots of other stuff. But I had her um, make a custom mug for Christmas, and I've been meaning to talk about it. So my brother lives in Alaska, um, but he's moving soon to another Coast Guard station and he has this moose in the backyard that he's named Regina A real moose it's a real moose okay. yeah they're everywhere there but he has these videos where but this is
1: his moose yeah I
0: feel like it's my moose too but yes her name is Regina she hangs out and is I mean moose are like 10 feet tall I feel like they're huge how does he know that it's always the
1: same moose
0: and, well I don't think it is oh okay. but you know spiritually it is Regina
1: got it I'm with you now. Anyway,
0: (laughs) to commemorate his time living in Alaska, I had, I don't know if she goes by Molly or Molly Ann actually, but anyway, I had her do a mug for him where it's, it has his cute little house in Alaska painted on it. And then in the background is Regina and then Regina poops everywhere. So then there's also poop that she drew on the mug. It sounds ridiculous. And then there's mountains in the background, but it is so cute. And she did such an incredible job and her work is just so unique and funny and, um, just really cool so anyway check out her work shout out to her
1: I'm very excited to check this out
0: yeah she's she's really it's really charming what she does like it's very unique I don't know how to describe it but she does a great job
1: okay what are you reading so I'm I'm very all over the place in my reading I'm reading a bunch of things at once but I'm only going to talk about the two things that I'm one thing I finished and one thing I'm like very far into where I've, I've formed my opinions. So first thing is I mentioned, I'm reading the true love experiment by Christina Lauren, which is their new book that comes out in May. And honestly, I've had a copy of this book for months and I've put off reading it because it's a sequel to one of their past books. And I couldn't really remember what happened in the sequel. And I didn't think that I would really enjoy this because of that. And I, I, have been seeing a lot of good stuff about this one on Instagram, so I finally decided to start it. Olivia, it is so fun.
0: You oh. don't really
1: need to remember at all what happened in the previous book. You probably don't even need to read the previous book if you don't want to. It's about a romance author who's this very big, colorful personality, and she gets cast on a dating show. And the dating show sounds so fun. It's all of these romance book archetypes are the different (laughs) men who are cast. So it's like the Mr. Darcy, the vampire. that's cute. It's really fun. And so she's on it, a romance author who's kind of stopped believing in true love, who's trying to meet her match through this dating show and ends up, um, before the show even starts, like having feelings for her producer. Um, The whole book is so good. It is so fun. I'm not quite finished yet, but... I am just loving reading it. Like the chemistry is so good be- between the leads, the show, the premise is so fun. She's such a funny character and has such funny observations. Like I am just loving it.
0: And you don't need to read the first book.
1: I don't think so. The first book is about, I liked the first book a lot. So so by all means. But the first book is uh, called The Soulmate Equation. And it's very different. It's about a woman who's a data scientist who meets this guy who runs a DNA-based dating app, and they are, like, the two highest matches who have ever matched. Mm-hmm. And they... Oh, that's funny. I think they're fake dating in it. I think it's a fake dating trope. But um, this one's totally different. The the two main characters for that are now side characters in this one. So if you if you read it Got and it. enjoyed it, you get to see them, but, like, you don't need any of the information, really, from it. Okay. So fun. Then I'm also reading some smut. I'm reading some smut... <laughs> Because of TikTok.
0: Oh, of course.
1: <laughs> I I do not remember exactly who I discovered this through, but this romance book is called Faking with Benefits by Lily Gold. It's free on Kindle Unlimited if you are a Kindle Unlimited gal. I am. Here you go. It's very spicy. It is a reverse harem, which I've only read one reverse harem before, and I did. I cannot say that I liked it. Um, So that's when a girl is dating multiple guys or is in a relationship with multiple guys. And okay, so I don't quite know how to describe the lines between what is smut versus what is romance. But I feel like smut is basically you're reading for the sex scenes. You don't expect Mm -hmm. the writing to be good. You don't like the main story Mm -hmm. is the relationship. This is smut, but it's so good. So it's British. It's very funny. I think it's pretty well written. The character arcs are great. Like, the, all the characters in it are really fun. It's about this girl who's a lingerie designer who runs her own small business, and she has, like, a checklist of all of her life milestones that she wants to hit, and she's done all of them, but the one thing she can't do is, is like, find the right guy for her. And so she's been on all these dates, and the dates just are always terrible. And so she starts fake dating or getting dating lessons from the three guys across the hall, who host this, like, massively popular dating advice podcast. And it's really fun. Each of the guys are really fun. And, like, everyone felt pretty real in it. There were some great subplots. There was, like, a subplot about slut shaming and bullying when the main character was in high school. Like, it was – there was a lot going on in this. Like, it was plotty and good. And I was – really impressed. It was so steamy. I enjoyed it so much. Okay.
0: Well, Kindle Unlimited. I yeah, might I might have to.
1: That's Faking with Benefits by Lily Gold. I cannot imagine that's her real name. <laughs> maybe it is. Maybe. It was so much better than I expected it to be and really steamy.
0: Well, I do like steamy, so maybe this is next.
1: This is my new side hustle of trying to get traditional publishing deals for these kindle unlimited authors not that self-publishing is bad but like i feel like with zodiac academy i was like this is so good justice for zodiac academy and now i'm like faking with benefits justice for faking justice for lily that's gold good. you're
0: there you're their advocate i like it
1: yeah i'm, I'm not gonna say it's for everyone because it's not it's not <laughs> well that's give okay. it a try i think you might like it okay what have you been reading
0: I finished our missing hearts by Celeste Ng this week. I've been reading this since before we moved. So I slowly getting back into it. I've been reading other things too, though. So uh, like I was checking out some books for book club and anyway, we ended up doing a backlist book there, but anyway, I've, it's just taken me a while. Um, this is a dystopian story about an America in like the not so distant future, uh, that kind of has a giant depression and there's like many pandemics and oh. essentially the country starts blaming it on China and people of Chinese descent and ends up taking children from Chinese parents and people that support. Anyway, it's it's all about all of that. So it's very dystopian. I love dystopian books, but it is pretty heavy. <laughs> it's very beautifully written. I think it it was a little slow and I didn't like it as much as I liked Little Fires Everywhere from her. But um, it's, very, it's a very good book. I, I liked it a lot and it was really beautiful. And also the social commentary was on point and super interesting and gave me a lot to think about. So yeah, I liked it.
1: So this book, I feel like last year made the most top books of the year lists. Do you think that was deserved?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful book. It's well done. I I think also I really struggle when it takes me this long to read a book Mm. because it's like I just get out of it. I get back into it. Yeah. But I can totally understand based on the writing and the subject matter why Everyone said it was so great. But also someone messaged me when I posted it and said, this just dragged for me. And I kind of understood that, too. Mm. It's a very particular style of writing and structure. So, yeah, but I really did like it.
1: Well, if none of those strike your fancy, would you like to tell us about our March book club pick?
0: Yes. So for March, we're doing the measure by Nikki Ehrlich. This came out last year and I read it then and loved it. And my first thought was like, oh, this would make a great book club pick because there is so much to discuss. This book is about what happens when one day everyone in the world wakes up and there is a box on everyone's front step. And in that box is a string and each string corresponds with the length of your life. And it covers what would happen if you knew you would die soon, or your partner would die soon, or one of you would live longer, and all of that. So anyway, there's just a lot to talk about, and it's a really fascinating story.
1: I'm excited. I saw so much about this last year, and I missed it, so I'm glad that we picked it so that I can catch up.
0: Yes, and if you want to join us in the Facebook group to talk about your day in life, I don't know. (laughs) You you can join us there.
1: Provide gentle and positive reinforcement commentary about our days and our lives.
0: <laughs> yeah. just If you want to tell us how boring our days are, please do. We're at Bad on Paper Podcast on Facebook and Bad on Paper Podcast on Instagram. I'm at Olivia Mentor on Instagram.
1: And I'm at Becca M. Freeman. And that's all. See you next week.
0: Bye.